0: Welcome to the Lazy People podcast, the podcast about all things technology and people in technology in Belgium, of course, from outside of Belgium. My name is Errol Baikal, and I'm here with my co-host, Metzian. Hey, uh, welcome to today's episode. Um, Today we have two guests, um, Irem and Emanuela, who will be talking about uh, QA and support. Um, so normally I ask our guests to briefly introduce themselves, but maybe this time Irem, you can introduce Emanuela and Emanuela can introduce Irem. Is that okay?
1: Um, now I'm nervous about doing a good job, but yes, <laughs> quality. Well, Emanuela, Emanuela Persic is my wonderful, uh, test and support lead, right hand, left hand, and most other hands, uh important for this company, taking care of testing and support. She is actually, started her career as a professional ballerina. Wow, um, yeah. Yeah, so this lady is really not a stranger to hard work or quality and getting things right. Um, but then life takes you on unexpected journeys and she ended up in IT, she did some training, help desk so she's completely into support and testing for uh, quite some time and recently i guess it's been a year now we've been able to um, add her to our wonderful growing team yeah
0: is everything she said correct Emanuela? or is it uh, because we need to we need to uh, verify Trust we need to but verify, verify. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah,
3: absolutely. Check Everything out. is, uh, is um, perfect. The only thing you forgot is that I was also a physiotherapist. So, I thought about it after.
1: Right
3: yeah, now. so uh, in fact, I had a career 360 degrees I touched. Yeah, There's only one thing that I haven't done, and I don't want to mention that, but I did a lot of job in my life.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, would you mind uh, introducing uh, Irem for us? Absolutely. So uh,
3: the first thing I want to say about IREM is that when I um, had my interview to join um, Unifly, I, I was lucky enough to uh, receive three job offers. So I could have joined as product owner, I could have joined as head of uh, project managers, or I could have joined uh, in the Iram team. And then I look at uh, Iram in my interview, and she spoke to my heart. So I, I, I thought, I need to just join her, her team, and be with her. So she's a very hard worker. She's as stubborn as you can tell. But I have a daughter that is just her copy. So, it's a young her. So, I think uh, I know how to handle an older copy of my daughter. (laughs) Yeah. I love her passion. I love her being so straightforward. Uh, I know that sometimes people might um, take it a bit harsh, but uh, all her heart is there. So, this is why I joined her team and this is, why I think she's so valuable in this company.
0: So uh, I noticed you you um, um, went completely in on her on her um, personal um, traits. Um, do you think that her being a hard worker, being stubborn, um, and you know you you use some of these words where you uh, you know said like she's. She's somebody who, like, this is why I infer, like, she's somebody who can go for something. Um, do you think this comes back in, in uh, QA?
3: Absolutely, you cannot be a straightforward black and white, in a sense, uh, very truth person if you are don't believe that quality is the key factor. If you start to slack and, and just don't say things as they are and, and be, like, cool fluffy, you cannot aim to quality to me. You just browse around something that is not the, the reality. And quality is about reality. Bad or good, you have to show what is your your status. Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe a step backward, you uh, know, to get a more global picture. What is QA? I mean, in you general... Think- and then maybe what is QA when it comes to IT and software?
1: I think in general, we say QA and it's meant as quality assurance. Now, this is a very broad thing. It can go from, um, yeah, if you buy something in a store, it also passes through co- quality control. I don't know if you've ever bought something and it got delivered and there will be a sticker or mm-hmm. a paper in there saying it's been checked by someone. Um, so it's assuring that what left um and went live, went to the customer is what was intended. You could go into and no doubt saying what's the difference between verification and um, validation. So there are different things. In pharma, it will again mean something else because of course, if you're testing an MRI or an imaging machine, or you're doing a quality for um, yeah, drugs, then it's of course a totally different thing. And they also have extensive documentation that is needed and the documentation itself needs to be incredibly controlled. So you have all that. Um, For us in UniFly, we consider uh, Quality Assurance QA to be Testing, Support and Technical Documentation and QMS, a Quality uh, Management System. So we're grouping everything that for us uh, directly has to do with checking quality or increasing quality under that umbrella, which doesn't mean that anything that is not under that umbrella has nothing to do with quality, but you have to kind of box things at some point, right? So everything that has to do with um software quality, but actually not even that, because if we go beyond it and go into safety and security, it would most likely still be under the same umbrella of quality. So it's basically the child needed a name, and we went with QA.
0: Mhm. And um, if I if I read you correctly, you know, even when we're talking about Unify as a, a software services company, maybe I, you know, I don't want to define it too hard. Um, you don't differentiate it. It appears to me too much philosophically from what you know uh consumer goods or, or pharma is doing you're saying okay just sort of happens we check uh for for quality uh of software and yeah. within you know under the umbrella of of that misnomer qa uh, you you placed uh, several topics uh, one of which is support um uh, will uh, maybe uh, uh touch more on that uh um as we progress in the show um you also mentioned something called qms era, maybe um, you can also briefly uh, explain what that is, but um, just want to stick to software again, because this is after all, like a, a, a podcast that's for people that are in technology and with all due respect, I mean, pharma is also technology, etc. but we're more geared towards the, the, the computer side of things, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, although we'd love to have people from other backgrounds on the show. Huh? But uh, so
1: what what is
0: good quality software?
1: Uh, Is the question to me?
0: Sure. Like uh, either one of you. uh,
1: So the definition of quality is that a quality product or service is one that meets the needs and expectations of its customers. So what quality is, is not one thing. Because you... I may define it differently, the customer may define it differently. But in the end, it's the end user or the customer that gets to decide. And if it meets their needs and expectations, then it is a quality product. Of course, before it moves to them, because a customer will mostly, um, by the time it goes to a customer, you're hoping you're not going to get bugs out of software, because by that time, it's more about the user experience. Is it doing what they expected it to do? Well, when it's on our side of the wall, we will verify that it check does exactly what the documentation told us. So if the expected result is the same as the actual result, that means it works as intended. it's already qualitative that it's not not working right but quality goes beyond it's not broken because software can be functional and can do exactly works as designed and when we say it's not a bug it's a feature mm-hmm. but if customers kind of continuously make mistakes because it's not intuitive or because it gives weird messaging or it's just not thought of in a good way and it just doesn't work for the customer, then it can be as bug-free as you want and they will not say it's a quality product.
0: Wow. So quality is basically also based on understanding the customer or the user. It, it's not uh, your... Well,
1: the needs and expectations of, of the customer. Um, but isn't this someone... what the
0: analysts are supposed to have Yeah, already this
1: is not a one-stop shop eh? Mm. it's not like it be that's why quality doesn't begin and end with testers Um, quality is like we say in our nice presentations quality is everyone's concern everyone's responsibility and should be part of everything that we do why because um, if you interview your uh, customers and your end users in a good way and you capture uh, their expectations and their needs in a good way and you write documentation, analysis documents, etc. that are clear, that, that can communicate, bring across those needs and expectations, if that then in a quality manner gets interpreted into a technical design, uh, if quality is met at every one of these different points, with everyone that's helping and doing and checking and building, then you help each other and it becomes a quality product. If someone does an amazing interview, an amazing analysis, but then it gets translated into a design that forgoes a lot of the things, yeah, then it it doesn't suddenly again become quality by the time it meets testers.
0: Just um, uh, on this example, imagine imagine if you will, uh, somebody does a um, really bad job of interviewing and uh, collecting the information from the customer is this something where um, uh, the QA department actually needs to identify and step in then and say, okay, you know, this needs to be handled differently because the input is of low quality? Is
1: See, um, it, it all kind of depends on how you're organized because in a perfect world, it would be a matter of, and it's also one of the agile principles, and we would get something as soon as it's drafted, right? Someone will have had an interview and is creating a user story, documentation, whatever you say. And immediately someone from QA will be reading it and doing a review on paper. Reviewing is basically testing on paper. It's the easiest way of getting bugs out of it. And that person might already come then with questions saying, what do you mean with that? And that seems a little vague. And what about this? Um, Because the reason why most people, when someone from QA gets up and starts to walk to your desk, people get worried. Nobody says, oh, hi, come on over. Why? Because we will come with questions, not necessarily easy questions. That's not because we like to be annoying. but That's how our mind works. And yeah, yeah so if did, we would be involved, it would be good.
0: You did say that uh, you believe QA is a responsibility of everyone. Um, so... Um, in, in the ideal situation where QA is really integrated or ingrained into the DNA of a company, the, the person asking that question like, hey, um, is this correct? Did you double check with the customer? Might not be someone who is labeled as somebody from the QA department. It would might be like a, a tech lead uh, that's going to take this to the, to the engineering team and say, hey, but hold on, did you check this? Am I reading this correct?
1: Yeah, that's why we're trying to get a, a culture of quality uh, in the company. And this is what not unique to us. And it's also not unique to us that we don't necessarily have this so ingrained. If it was, I would be out of a job and, and Mariela would be out of a job. It's a, it's a work in progress. It's um, everyone realizing that everyone actually is responsible for customer satisfaction because Why do we want to have quality is because we want to have customer satisfaction. Um, And sometimes in in our field, and we we are kind of in the aerospace, no, not aerospace, (laughs) you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Um, It's uh, it's a different world where there are certain standards. Um, And in the end, we want to do all that because we want to do a good job. We want happy customers. Um, So, yeah, it's everybody's concern. Enjoy. In my previous experience of all the experience
3: that I had, uh, I also work for um, implementation of new customer and, um, and here in uh, UniFly is made mainly by uh, project manager and product owners. Uh, I do think that as soon as you are in contact with the customer, getting back to your question arrow, it's really a matter of being able to listen. When you are able to listen to be critical enough and strong enough towards the customer to say, okay, we can do this, we cannot do this, let me check with this, creates already a quality standard where the customer knows already we can go for that. Oh, maybe not. We can go for for this ever. And also creates a trust and, and, and respect toward the customer. But we all know uh, that in many cases, and I'm not talking about Unifly. I'm talking also big, big fish there. There are um, salesmen that they are so <laughs> into getting the client. So instead of thinking... First, the quality we are going to uh, reflect to our client is getting the client first. And here is where, unfortunately, sometimes the, the quality gets messed up and gets um, sacrificed. So it is really important to have uh, a quality team uh, that put back and, and put straight uh all what was promised and, and, and creates, again, a good collaboration with the client, a good trust with the client, and steer all the team that needs to um, to deliver to have exactly what we promised to the customer.
0: Hey, uh, Matt, you know what's really striking me about um, hearing uh, these concerns voiced by um, people who would be labeled as QA and support and, and testing, etc., is th- it's an echo of what you hear engineers saying all the time, you know? Does it make sense to you?
2: Um, no. OK. <laughs> Can you rephrase it? <laughs> Honestly, so, yeah. I, yeah.
0: In, instead of, um, you know, if, if you had, um, like, um, back-end engineers here today, huh. and you ask them, you know, tell us a little bit about uh, about uh, your your issues or you know what what your problems are at work I I think communication expectation management etc is is one part where you hear um, uh, a lot of engineers um, maybe complain about and um, I, I hear that almost echoed uh, in in the concerns of of uh, the yeah all the, the QA people if I may call you so I'm sorry <laughs> uh,
2: Um. Well, the what, what I what I struggled with a bit is the the definition of of, of QA of quality actually uh, specifically it's it's um, it's not satisfying for me because I always can think of an example that makes it not fit. Um. The can example, you give me an example? Sure. Um, well, if I say. So for example, we we tie it sometimes to, or the example you gave or the description you gave, tied it up to the customer. Um, So what if if I'm not a customer, I'm simply an observer, right? If I look, for example, I don't have an iPhone, but I look at Apple products and I could say in general, well, this is quality product. Although I would hate a lot of some of, a lot of the, the, the practices, for example, why is the battery not accessible? Why is the battery built into the product? You know, I cannot, I cannot replace it. So that expectation is really down in my scale. But I still think in general that a quality product, I meaning in my, maybe in the back of my head, and this is just one definition is like, well, these guys did things with purpose, like did things like thought about things before they did them. And not did not rush things did they did not do the you know um, they just ship things out you know they so although I'm not fully happy I'm not satisfied fully um, and I'm not even a customer but I can still put to a judgment. Um,
1: the, the definition use of uh, customer or end user is there from the moment you're looking at something from the point of view. So maybe I should have worded word point the view there because we when we test, we're also not the end uh, user or the customer of many of the things that are under test with us. But at that point, we set ourselves in lieu of the user. Um, you can have quality without being 100% satisfied with something. It all depends on how important certain things are. Um, because like you said, Apple gets to decide about what their quality um, objectives are, right? And their customers, obviously, they might give it a bad score for not having access to battery, not having, uh, not being quite easily repairable, perhaps. But obviously, that scores for them lower or is less important. Than the other things they are getting, so it's a total picture. Um, quality is slightly different for everyone; it is subjective. But at the base of it, if it, how does it meet your needs? And secondly, expectations, of course. I think
3: it's um, there are two different uh, type of quality. If you will, really wanted to be honest, that is the quality uh, that we have to ensure that is client requests something and we have to comply to their requirement and make sure that the quality of what he uh, ask is delivered. And then there is quality in general, like your example, Mad. If I have a Samsung, I could be super happy about my Samsung phone and my daughter take the same Samsung phone and she said, this is crap. So, um it depends on how we target
1: uh, yeah, it's, the it's quality. It's your point of view and it's the yeah. context and it's um, who will, who is it because an engineer will maybe say, yeah, yeah, it's really pretty, but the way you've kind of technically set this up is actually, that's not good. Um, but an end user completely oblivious to how things work will be like, oh, it's so cute and does exactly what I want. It's very intuitive. Um, so, so my busy. mother doesn't look at her iPhone in the same way that Matt does.
0: So basically we're we're differentiating between two things. Huh? this is uh, I think where Met's point point Met's point comes in is that it's not because something has been uh, produced in a uh, you know has quality or meets quality standards that it will satisfy um, everybody. But at the same point, I think one of the opening things uh, statements of Irem was, we make sure that it meets matches the documentation because I think the idea is when you sell somebody the iPhone, you don't flaunt it as it's something where you can change the battery. No, it's not even there. But when you say it can do this, exactly. what you want to do is make sure it does that. And it's up to the end user to say, no, "I want if I want a phone where I can swap the battery, I'm not going to get this, but I still might think it's it's quality, right?" So uh,
1: it's a contract, right now. I can't speak for an Apple or for other things, but there's a basic contract that you go into with some basic expectations that can be then um, not met, met or gone over even. With our customers, the contract is not only the contract that they hire us, but in the form of requirements. So they say, this is what we want. We can advise them on it if we think something else is better. Um, But in the end, if they are adamant about something done in a certain way, then they will be satisfied if we do it like that. We may think it's not great, (laughs) might be for us low quality. But it's very subjective. In the end, if it does what it's supposed to do, then that is kind of a baseline of quality. And then it can do this fast, it can do it efficiently, it can do it nicely, it can be um, a fun experience to use. Um, So there are different levels.
0: Hey, uh, Med, you know I love the, uh, the analogy of the restaurant for IT. Uh, you have the kitchen where the, the, the software is being cooked, if you will. You have the uh, the front of the house who might be dealing with customers. You've got the marketing department trying to get customers, etc. So uh, if we were a restaurant, what do you think the, the task of QA would be? And then also let's delve deeper into those little things under the umbrella and say, you know, what would support be doing and what would testing be doing? In the restaurant. So
3: in, in my point of view, QA in the restaurant checks the ingredient, make sure that they are fresh, make sure that they are cut in the perfect way, check the, sh- the chef while they're cooking, that they don't mess up with ingredients that shouldn't be there and they don't experiment too much. Then they have to definitely check that uh, the all the aromas and the spices and the presentation is perfect. Then they start to eat as well they're like mmm, that's yummy or oh my goodness that's not very good and then they have to make sure that when the dish is brought to the customer forks are there knives are there the table is set in a correct way because if we give them a dish and we don't have the the fork and, and we have a or the, the oh, other okay. way around. You give them a wonderful soup and then you give them a fork. Yeah. I think we do have <laughs> yeah. an issue there. Yeah. <laughs> and Just, also uh, give the right meal to the right person. Yeah. Exactly. So we make sure that we don't give a chicken soup to a vegan and things like this. So It's almost like
0: the manager of the restaurant.
3: Exactly. Without being paid like a manager, but without a manager <laughs> yeah. of the restaurants,
0: because uh, truly no. the work doesn't uh, end in the kitchen. Because you know, we, being software engineers, we we only come in contact with QA in you know testing and um, uh, bugs, etc. But uh, it, it's very funny. You started off with the ingredients that even crossed my mind, like oh, we're getting ingredients, and already you're there. And then for me, it, it stops at the kitchen. Like yeah, but. Are the, are the spoons actually, there? Did we give them a
1: One thing before, the shopping list and the recipe could also be read on paper and you could already see this seems like quite a lot of salt for what you're trying to achieve. Are you sure? And then the chef might say, oh my God, sorry, I just made a typo. And save well, or, you from having or,
2: the worst soup. I mean, all what been said is absolutely correct. But uh, in business, uh, we do have to make uh, some choices sometimes, and to do all that sometimes may not be feasible. So I think in practice, what happens is, like at the end of your meal, if you get, you know, a, a little card or, or get like in the receipt, please, you know, give us your feedback, and you know, next time you get a fifteen percent coupon. If you get that, if you collect that information. You're already doing pretty good, and the second step is to act on it. So, in but other words, you're
1: now talking about. Sorry to interrupt, but that's not testing. That you've gone live and you're collecting feedback.
2: That's different. Correct. Correct. So, um, usually, if you have a um, a continuous um, uh, process, a continuous product that's that's used all the time, then uh, you you could depend on the user experience to make sure you have a, a, a quality. Um,
1: there would be testers in production. Yeah. Which is also correct. Users are testers in production.
2: Yeah. yeah. So, um, so it's, so, and basically the, the, the philosophy there is like, you captured the whole thing at the end. Like, how was that meal? You know, was it good? And obviously it's possible that the process was not perfect. There were a lot of flaws in it. But if they manage at the end to satisfy, check all the boxes for the customer. Uh, you know they had a good meal, they had good experience. So the forks were on the table. Um, you know there was not the temperature of the restaurant was not too, uh, too cold, too, too hot. Uh, the meal temperature was good. You know um, you know even at the bill was as a reasonable price. You know not overpriced. Um, so all that. You can get that, and if you get that satisfaction at the end, then okay, good. This is a it was a good experience. It was a quality, a quality experience. Um, and I think one thing I wanna I wanna mention. I, I always try to, although it's not possible, but I uh, try to make formulas for things, meaning say, okay, to be able to do this, you need to have this, 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 and that. And this is obviously doesn't work in real life 100% of the time. But at least you have certain things. And one thing that I think that that, that you need to have, and I talk about it a lot, is consistency. So whatever you offer today has to be offered tomorrow and the day after and the day after. Um, so changing things or uh, you know uh, an experience that's not um, that's not consistent is to me a um, Um, that pushes you towards, you know, not having quality. I mean, that will be the first flag on not having quality.
3: But hold on. This, I think, is a point of view of not, with all due respect, Mana, but not a very young person that when gets a new toy, a new version of something, it looks for a new feature. It looks for new things. Well, I think eh, that is a bit generational. So our generation is like, we want to have always what we had, plus we want to have added new features that help me, but it doesn't have to disconnect from what I had until now, because we got to be like, oh, my goodness, and now what I do and where I go. Well, if you ask a 20 years old kid, an 18 or a 17, they don't give a toss to have the same thing actually they 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 long to have something new something to experiment something extreme that's not
1: i i think i, I don't know. No, um, I, th- like, I understand you both if i may because i i, I think quality and consistency are good friends of course um but uh Emmanuela is right that how averse you are to change is very subjective and depending on your age your context which market we're in the mother of two teenagers is yeah. speaking in this case so <laughs> I would be like meta like I want to be able to do everything I was able to do don't change too much <laughs> but I was surprised that med you were saying yes but we can collect this feedback and so we can get this from the customer how satisfied they were absolutely but the role of quality, Before it reaches the customer, the difference is by the time you can get this testing done by the customer, a lot of time and money has been spent. And if you didn't notice something and they are the ones that figured it out, then you may not have that diner back in your restaurant. So absolutely, you could use that. You don't even need any of us. You can just push everything and um,
2: get it from the customer.
1: But people might be
2: I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. And the reason I mentioned, um, as far as you know, at the end getting that feedback and then acting on it, and that simply to kind of to keep to keep it reasonable when resources are not. Um, you they know, give you open-ended. the nice priority,
1: right? Because we may have stuff on our roadmap, or we may have bugs with bugs, or improvements that we found. And if it turns out that your customer is like, well, I don't. We didn't even notice all these things. But hey, look at this list that I have. And we're like, oh my God, you're that much into the color blue? Okay. So you really absolutely always need to talk to whoever you're trying to please. That's good life advice as well. And I think you guys are married. so.
0: Solid advice right here. You heard it here. Heard it here first. Yeah, folks. heard it here first. Um uh, I want to stick to the restaurant analogy because I, I love to talk about restaurants.
2: Getting
0: makes over here. Why am I not able to speak properly today? It makes such a good um, analogy for software, in my opinion, because you have, like, you have a With kitchen. With everything. Yeah? With everything. I, yeah. Every
3: time I have to give training to new R in the past and I did it for 20 years, I always put food in it. <laughs>
0: Yeah.
3: It was what's typical for me to talk everybody about.
0: Everybody knows it. It's, it's an experience that everybody, well, at least exactly. everybody thinks they know how a professional kitchen works. At least we can imagine things with it and it makes it very Absolutely. tangible. So we talked about, um, you know, for me, it was very easy to uh, when, when you get a, a, a software engineer and you talk about, you know, they're the chefs. They're doing the cooking and then the food goes out. This is you're shipping something and then the end user is eating it. And uh, it was very easy to to put everybody in in, in some kind of role. QA now comes in and says, yeah, when you're buying, we'll check the ingredients. We'll make sure everything is sliced and diced properly. You don't get to experiment too much because, you know, like Matt said, there needs to be consistency. So I found it a bit difficult to to really... um, um yeah
1: but why why is it that that you're like you can't be everywhere are you supposed to be everywhere you're putting your finger in everybody's pot what are you doing unhygienic that's why we say quality is everyone's business because in engineering when you guys are with the engineer you should yourself be going what are we doing Is yes, this what the they cooks ask? should you know be
0: tasting at every step of the time huh? and then when the plate has been garnished huh? And um, it's, it's uh, ready to ship out. It should have been tasted already by, uh, by, the, uh, by the cooks, right? But
3: We agree on that. But... Unless,
1: um, unfortunately. <laughs> However. Unfortunately. Emanuela will always say blah, blah, blah. I However.
0: I, I have, I have some questions. Much. I have yes. two questions, about, like three questions about this. How, what is support in the restaurant? What is testing so, specifically in the restaurant? Because you're also a test lead. Um, you you, yes. you, you manage yeah. a team of testers that actually touch the software. And um, what what are bugs? <laughs>
3: uh, are not cricket that you fry and you crunch uh, as appetizer, definitely. So when you uh, find the fly in wanna, your soup, it, that's we a bug. Go to that. <laughs> the fly in your soup can indeed be a bug. Um, so. What testers do uh, are the one that, when the dish comes out, start to smell and, and check the ingredient as well. So check the ingredient, smell, and taste before, not the dish of the customer, of course, but a, a little a side dish to make sure that salt is okay, there is not much of anything. And it is in accordance with what the recipe was saying, right?
0: Okay. So let, wait. Yeah. So you're saying for example, the the customer ordered um, <clears throat> fried chicken with mashed potato and a side of steamed broccoli. And you're saying, you know, we're checking the, the, the mashed potato. Yes. As a component. That they
3: are, that, but you're yeah, also that... going
0: to check the, the the steamed broccoli as a component. Of course. And the and fried it, chicken. And it depends and then... on which
1: level of testing. Yeah, also, because I think it's becoming a bit difficult to follow for some people. I think in most companies like ours, unfortunately, we can't like go back to the ingredients and check actually is this organic is this local usually it'll be at the end the tasting at least right yeah but you test
3: all the dishes before the customer is uh, getting to them so you make sure that all what the order is there on this table And then what the support, well, support is behind the customer, like those uh, fancy waiters that they are there with a bottle of wine to pour, right? Mm. And he is checking the faces of the customer and the customer goes like, hmm, okay. And as soon as the customer goes, hmm, they go, sir, is everything okay with your meal? Can I help somehow? There is a
1: fly in your <laughs> soup. There is something. That's
0: a feature.
3: <laughs> yes. Things
1: like, can I have another <laughs> bottle of red wine? I guess or not. Try not really. No, that's not really support. No, but they send in requests because they think I want. I my wine is done. I'm yes, out yes, of yes. wine, but you and don't then, ask then they will contact you, you, don't, you. Don't poke them. Are no, no, sure the, you sure you want the, wine? The yes. the person calls yes, support saying, "I want something." Extra, or this is not tasting right, this is too cold.
3: Yeah, so the the support person is the waitress behind you in the poshi restaurant that is there helping you when something is not according to your uh, expected experience. And then he can tell you, Yeah, you can have another bottle of wine, but just bear in mind that this bottle of wine costs a bit more, and we have to check with the manager. No, I meant that the customer (laughs) asks
1: for the bottle of wine, not that you offer it.
3: No, that's what I just said. Oh, okay. Sorry. If the, if the customer asks you for
1: a more expensive wine, <laughs> I'm just still at the mashed potatoes. <laughs> so and support then, and, is.
0: And then that waiter true. goes goes to the kitchen. Goes like, "What do you? What did you make? This the customer hates it. Now fix it and bring it back, or <laughs> is that no?
3: The... Normally we are not that rude, but we just tend to say, guys, uh, we should review our overall." Um, Dish for the next customer, or the recipe, or we need to fix and bring a new dish to the customer. With uh, yeah, this is support is there to really listen to you, accommodate when it's possible, trigger the other team when it is not possible to tell guys we did a big mess here, we need to make sure we don't do this in the future. Um, and yeah,
1: and support is also like. They will go and say, okay, but, you know, you need to fix this, but not fix it when you have time. But the customer is sitting, so you need to heat this up now. So your SLA That's is
0: an up. SLA, yeah.
1: That's, yes, that's five our minutes. hated and, SLA, yeah. Or sometimes, you know. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
3: So and it's… it's yeah. a lot. And, and the funny always is when we go then in the kitchen uh, as a tester or as a support agent that often we have this question… Why did you
1: create a bug? (laughs) Because, you know, maybe this is the right place to say it. Do we ever, do we, well, do people in quality um, ever ask you guys, why did you program this bug? (laughs) No, we don't. So we kind of are always kind of.
0: Do you get this question? Like, is this like a thing? For career, yes. Why did you create this bug ticket? Yes. Is that like a yeah. <laughs> yeah? It is a real
1: question.
3: It is. So a why real do you, why
0: did you create it?
3: <laughs> so the, the old woman in me says, "Why did you miss everything?" and and you create the bug. I'm reporting a bug, but I
1: I don't go that far. We just found it, but we don't <laughs> say it. But we're saying it now. <sighs> but it's also. You asked in the questionnaire a trivia. So I had two things for you, people. Google bug fix bingo.
0: Can you briefly say what it is? Because I was going so to ask you. So it's what...
1: basically bingo. Have you played bingo?
0: I, I have, So yeah.
1: someone calls out the numbers and then you Yes, I am from the planet have... Earth.
0: Although you might sometimes. <laughs> think I am from <laughs> planet Earth. I know what bingo is. But what is bug we fix We never bingo?
1: assume. You just don't yeah, assume. Verify.
0: verify. Don't assume. Yeah. Verify. Yes.
1: And it's just a, a bug fix uh, card. And I think the first item is it works on my machine. Or it's a, it's not a bug. It's <laughs> a feature. It works locally. That's that's one of the things that we like. If okay. I had money for every time someone said it works on mine, which I'm like, that's that's awesome. It just needs to work on mine though. Uh, so it's full of these things that you. The, oh, the tester must have done something wrong. Do you know you're? Are you running the latest version? So it's full of these things, and it's really fun. And you think it's like an exaggeration, but no, you can just keep playing it. And another thing is, do you guys? You may know already where why we call them bugs.
0: No. no. You mean historically, so the, because uh, the, yeah. the bugs really so, crawled? And, yeah, okay, yeah. Please. Yeah, please, yeah. so
1: it literally comes from in the time when you had punch cards. Uh, computers were with punch cards. And and one day, um, a little bug got caught because they had to literally run it through something. And that's the first recorded bug. So they started calling. Then a bug is basically something not the, the, the actual... Um, Result is not the expected result. That's the definition of a bug. I always think of that thing a little
3: bit. We also have, as, um, we we have, like, the internal joke as a QA and a tester. and, And one is also, please don't test like a tester.
1: <laughs> don't, yeah. don't don't go back to that please
0: don't. I, don't so, I, I, I so... have to say i I'm one of those people I'm in that camp is you know i'll I'll just use the app like you know that joke about a tester comes into a bar Do you know this no. joke? No. <laughs> a tester comes into a bar and um he orders zero beers, one beer minus one beer, nine hundred ninety nine beers. he orders uh, a gecko in a glass, okay. <laughs> And then the customer your comes tester in. Tester is
1: doing boundary value analysis. But, it's but a then, technique. But okay. then the
0: customer comes in, asks where the toilet is, and the bar burns down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, I stepped on your flow. That's really funny. <laughs>
0: uh, no, for me, I, I get I get it when they say like, "Don't test like a tester." Is when when uh, a tester reports something like, "I logged in and logged out 25 times, and every time I changed something, it's, it's not." I get it. It should be done. But I get why engineers go like, don't, please don't do things that normal user wouldn't we do. We don't
1: start there. I don't know if you realize. We start with, there's three things. There's the happy path, sad path, and there's an alternative path. You always try the happy path first. And then you get into doing these special cases. Why? Because we're actually professional quality people. So it's like, it would be me telling you, can you please not program this app like a professional programmer? Because it's really getting on my nerves. It doesn't work like that. And we enjoy what we do. We enjoy finding these things. So it would be taking all the joy out of it, first of all. Second of all, these things happen sometimes by accident, but they happen. Why do I need to test this by leaving this on the same page for two hours? Because sometimes when they're using it, they will put it on one laptop and they will just consult it so it will be open it won't be like what you're doing maybe so this is there's a reason why all these things happen i agree
0: yeah and definitely i'm also sure that uh, engineering doesn't use the app like user either right you're like no. oh, i'm going to go drill down into that view and i'm you know test this component how does this work and then you know i'm done you know finished to test god and, bless China. by the way a Jira, very good
3: A very good QA test engineer must have the I found the bug dance, I think. What? I found the bug dance. Yes.
1: (laughs) Too bad we don't have video on the podcast. Because I think sometimes yes. it's interpreted as uh, personal because I think sometimes engineers may be thinking like, well, I wrote this code and they found something, so they're yeah, that's me, one of the things. you did something wrong.
0: You put this yeah. in question, like finding a bug is never personal. But uh, no. I do think it's easy to step on people's toes because you go to a chef or a cook and you say, "At this pudding... <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't taste like pudding. It's like, ah, no, oh, but I want to chef school. Should be like, well, I you know, food. there's 50 people in this yeah.
1: kitchen. And the, 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 the stuff we bought from the store, they're not the same quality as it was in the last shipment. Um, and the person you that's bringing you the feedback saying this isn't really awesome is not doing it to annoy you or telling you you did something wrong. That person is like, it's my job to do this and I'm trying to do a good job and I'm happy that I found the bug. Why? Because we're really messed up, screwed up people who enjoy that type
0: yeah, of thing. Yeah, I love seeing uh, I do, you, you sad. I,
3: <laughs> I do think that there is also, depending on when you go back to the chef, huh? because if you go back to the chef telling, you know, there is a tad bit salt, but for me can be perfect and for Irem can be too much, that's not a good reason to go back to the chef, right? But if you are biting on an omelette and you find a, a stone that breaks your tooth, That's a good reason
2: to go
1: back to the chef. No, and we're not saying, chef, you put a stone in there. We're basically (laughs) saying there was a stone in the oven. Exactly.
2: (laughs) Well, but um, so let's push it a bit further. Let's say this chef always put the stone. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that thing is (laughs) non-exhaustive. There
1: is no bug-free software.
2: Yeah, I'm just I'm saying like you know we have to stop being also too soft, right? If somebody, you know, puts stones in their food all the time, you have to say at some point, have to say, look, chef, you are just I have no teeth left. Please do something. <laughs> you have low <more> quality, <laughs> chef. You know, you call things how they are. Uh, so it's, um, I think it's, uh, you know, we have to be also, uh, you know, I know we, we don't want to hurt people's feelings, right? But if things repeat for too long. You want to be fir- fair, but yeah. firm. Voilà. And Errol
1: yeah. said, yeah, stepping on people's toes. Maybe people can have a little bit shorter toes also because, I mean, it's I, you sometimes kind of come across, you know, don't be so fragile. Yeah, but this yeah. is where the okay. restaurant really mistakes.
0: works with, with software as well because people that tend to work in professional kitchens, <laughs> I think, I you know, and people you in software care. usually… You, you usually are very passionate about what they do, right? They, they don't necessarily follow like a normal educational track to get there. People that work in professional kitchens go a different route to end up there. And they're also busy cooking while they're not at work. I That's how I imagine professional. I could be completely wrong. If you're a professional chef, what I said is wrong. Don't email me. Um, (laughs) they're
1: passionate (laughs) about food in general
0: yeah and uh, people in software are also you know passionate about uh, the technology they develop maybe that's where the the long toes come from but I do agree like if you want to be a professional chef you don't get to have behave like uh, Gordon Ramsay Uh, um, until you are Gordon Ramsay which uh, attests to what Matt said like if you put stones in the omelette every other time then stop acting like a diva Get your stuff together and then uh maybe. And speaking of getting things together, I, I'm uh, enjoying this episode too much. Um but um I think we're running out of time.
1: It is fun though, yeah. Yeah, yeah very but... nice segue you did there.
0: Thank you. That's uh that's sort of my job to to interrupt people and say now we're gonna stop. <laughs> so no long toes, please. <laughs> no, don't no, no. worry. So you gotta do what you gotta do. Um, and what we do at the end of the episode, um, it, like first of all, if there's anything you want to add, like a conclusion, etc., uh, we can do that. But one of the things we love to do is ask our guests to recap the episode for us, and. This is the first time I think, oh, no, no, we already had two guests, but um, we asked each of them to recap it. So, again, for you, like, do you have any final uh, remarks? And uh, if not, like, how would you recap uh, everything we talked about?
3: Well, I think we touched not only quality. uh, We touched a bit of everything. And we just, uh, let's summarize like this. Quality is in everything you touch, is everywhere and is uh, the contribution of everyone, not only quality team.
1: Look, um, would you get in a car that wasn't tested? Would you take a pill that wasn't tested? Would you live in a house without insurance?
0: Depends, right? Like if you don't have See, to you it's wouldn't... all about
1: risk mitigation. Yeah. Life is about risk mitigation. You don't need to have testing or support well, but then you get to deal with the consequences. I do think also in which country you are living. <laughs> what? Every single It depends also in which country you are living. <laughs> but yeah, everything depends. I mean everything is like you said, it depends. Yeah. But it's always better to
3: have. Rather mm-hmm. than not.
0: Yeah, I think if I get to choose between a car that's been test driven, and one that has not, yeah. So that that's that's the job of the test driver. Is I guess why
1: you sorry to interrupt. I guess you might then wonder why do you need to test this thing going over a ravine and rolling down twenty times? Because it might happen to you. It's all about risk mitigation. And it's, you know, whether this is the likelihood of something happening, it might not be a high likelihood, (laughs) but if it can happen, it's going to be a bloody disaster for some people.
0: I love how the the, um, summary for the episode was so short, despite the fact we've been talking about this for almost an hour. Because normally, you know, you do like an hour and there's like 15 minutes of (laughs) summary. And to me, that really indicates that under this little title of QA, Um, There is so much to talk about, both in terms of, you know, what it means philosophically, also what it means in practice, or what it would mean in a restaurant. Um, So uh, it was really nice to have uh, both of you here. Maybe we can do like a follow-up episode. But in the meanwhile, should uh, one of our uh, listeners want to get in touch with you, um, is there any way they they could uh, reach out?
1: Uh, I'm on LinkedIn. So hit me on LinkedIn. And, Same uh, for me. I'm in LinkedIn, Emanuela Persig. And remember, guys and gals, uh, the devil is in the details.
0: <laughs> the devil is in the details. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Master Med, where can people find you?
2: Um, you can always find me at medmed.com That's M A D M E D.com.
0: Okay. My name is Errol Baikal. You can find me uh, on uh, baikal.be, B-A-Y-K-A-L dot B-E. Uh, thanks for listening. And uh, we hope you enjoyed the quality of this episode.
2: And Bye, thank, you. thank you.